You are listening to The Brews Room. It's a beer podcast put on by three funny guys and Kyle. Or is it a comedy podcast that has Kyle and beer talk? We don't know. Just listen and enjoy. We have over 50 years experience in the beer and restaurant business, and we are here to share it with you. We're what you call experts, so there's a good chance you'll learn something. Some people call us funny, so there's a slight chance you might laugh. Either way, it's going to be a good time. You can watch us live every Monday night at 10.30 p.m. Central Time on twitch.tv slash thebearded. Download us at Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, or anywhere else you get your podcast from. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash thebrewsroom, Twitter at thebrewsroom, and Patreon at patreon.com slash thebrewsroom. There you can support the show by donating and get the show a few days early. We're here our second show, After Dark. It's the same four guys, but after a couple of beers. Even if you don't want to donate, give us a good review and share us with your friends. It helps us tremendously, and your friends will thank you for it. Here we go. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to The Brews Room, St. Louis's premier beer podcast. Join brewery owner Jeff Britton, brewer Justin Helm, bar owner Kyle Dent, and beer enthusiast Mark Armenia on a fun ride through this week's beer news and current events. Check us out at facebook.com slash thebrewsroom, twitch.tv slash thebearded, and patreon.com slash thebrewsroom. Enjoy the show. Oh, man. The, uh, the chat doesn't look great on the screen. Yeah, I got to play with that a little bit. Yeah. It's a little stretched. It's a new it's look. Okay. Do you guys like it? No. No? <laughs> Kyle decided to show. Hey, Kyle's here. Kyle was at dinner with his wife tonight. Oh, was he? <laughs> yeah. No. No. That's okay. Finally his turn. <laughs> so this will be the one time that he shows up flaccid? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, you know, I can't see uh, his dick from this angle. Is he often erect when we're Usually. taping your shit? Yeah. Okay. Hey, you know what? It's not impressive. It's not impressive at well, all. Well, not next to you, Mr. Pack and Eat. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome back, everybody, to the Brews Room. It's been a little bit since we've been here. Uh, <laughs> we took we, a week off. We did take a week <laughs> off. My stomach herpes flared up. I had to take a, a short break. Uh, but I'm feeling much better. Thanks for all the uh, cards and flowers I got here at the bar. It was, that nice. was really nice, yeah. man. I didn't know that our listeners cared that much, but somebody came in and like built a shrine for me. It was awesome. It's my photo, some candles. I had to throw away half the flowers. I hope that was yeah, all right with you. They did die. I'm uh, sorry. Quickly, unfortunately. Bring bring plastic next time. I like to take them home and decorate my house with them. Is that what those are? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this guy already doesn't care. Yeah, that's fine. Anyway, so uh, we've got a lot of stuff to catch up on, I think, over the last week. We did a lot of stuff. Here's Kyle. He's going to sit down. Um, we had MicroFest, one of the biggest festivals of the year for St. Louis. Uh, it was kind of a letdown this year. Man, that, nobody showed up. Yeah. It was empty. Um. Any reason why? Was there a I don't single, know. Yeah. No clue. Cinco de Mayo was the same week. You know, it was It's on, always yeah. the same week, though. Well, it's not always on Friday or Saturday, I guess, is it? Yeah. Maybe not. I don't, I don't know. know. It was just dead. Um, not, it was much slower than we anticipated. Uh, also, I just didn't, I wasn't feeling great, so I didn't drink much. I, I didn't really try anything that uh, stood out. Yeah, nothing to report. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately. The weather was perfect. Yeah, the weather was that. nice for an outdoor festival. I actually uh, enjoyed that. Uh, we've got another big festival Saturday. Yeah, that's outdoors. right. Macro Fest? 
Yes, Macrobus. It's uh, <laughs> sponsored by Excel. <laughs> uh, Luplin Carnival Craftic. down at um, Union Station this year. It might have been there last year, but we weren't. There. I think it was. Is it inside Union Station? Indoors and outdoors. Oh. So I don't know if the breweries are all set up. You know, in one or the other, I'm not sure. I guess we'll find out when yeah. we get there. Um, I'm actually, I, I, we haven't been to Luplin in a couple of years. I like that festival though because it kind of focuses on hops. So a lot of breweries show up with their new IPAs. They always release uh, Warhammer um, at Luplin. That's four four hands double IPA. Um, so we'll see. I, it should be an okay time. It's a circus. A so I mean, they've got <laughs> yeah. fucking many? stilt walkers and fire eaters and trapeze artists yeah, and yeah. shit like that. So, I mean, it's fun. Everybody's usually having a good time there. Did you hear what the band is this year? No. It's Steve Ewing's tribute to with or for Stevie Wonder. Okay. Uh, uh, come on, dude. How can you not like Stevie Wonder? I like Stevie Wonder just fine. Um, I don't know if I want to listen to a whole two-hour set of Stevie Wonder songs. Well, you know what, Steve, it's not going to be that way. Nah, he does a good job. No, he'll also throw in the police. A lot. <laughs> a That's lot his go-to, man. Me- police. Message in the bottle. A little a little bit of uh, Bob Marley. And hopefully here, uh, going to the liquor store. I, I think yeah. that's... that's... <laughs> he won't do that at the Stevie Wonder... Uh, you never know. Tribute, I'm, I'm sure of it. Our buddy Travis came in today. He's one of our regulars. Uh, he's got a couple of friends that I want to say hi to. Matt and Emma. They're getting married on Wednesday in Vegas. They showed up. Uh, they got, they're in Vegas right now, but they, they, uh, they're from England. They drove across the U.S., and stopped here for a little while to see Travis. They've been friends with him for a long time. <coughs> uh, but they brought back a bunch of English beer, which but the good stuff. So they brought back some Brewdog, which we're going to drink one of tonight. Uh, Smittix. Oh, I forgot to bring that. Is that up there? It's up on the bar. It's right there. I can see it. Yeah. All right, cool. Uh, but they also brought a bottle of Yellow Belly Sunday. That's what I'm drinking right now. Oh. Yeah, I'm still sipping on it. So I don't. Is is Yellow Belly barrel aged? No, I think that I was the so. uh, okay. Well, the this is barrel aged yellow belly. It's <sighs> the racist beer, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it is. So I'll, I'll share. Incredible. We, 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 we talked about this before, but Yellow Belly was a was a beer put out. What was the name of the brewery again? I'm gonna I'm pull. And there was another one. Yeah, yeah, that was, yeah, it was like a collaboration. Uh, it, it was a it was a it was supposed to be a biscuit, a biscuit stout. Was that yeah. the biscuit stout? It just just smell it. It's Mark. peanut butter. Oh, you just spill my beer? Yeah, yeah all, all over, over Mark's pants. Nice. Yeah, it tastes like a Butterfinger. It does. Uh, so the original one, it, it had a, uh, a white wrapper over the top of it to look to mimic a KKK hood. M&M was wrapped on the bottle? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. M&M. Uh, but basically the whole idea behind the beer was they were calling it Yellow Belly to call out the cowardice of using a hood. And I don't know. It was... It, was, it didn't go over the way they thought it was going to. Well, because I, I don't think They've that... They've done it two years in a row, though. Yeah. I don't... And I... I wonder if it was a cultural thing where they didn't really understand the connotations that the KKK had. Sure. Um, I appreciate the sentiment, and it didn't bother me. Like, I don't get offended by things. You're white, though. But I can see... <laughs> yeah, that's true. I I, be, I, I, mean, I have no right to I mean, complain he, he about is white. racism. That's true. No, but I mean, Kyle was, Kyle was referencing the fact that he had people on his staff who were not white who saw this beer and was like, that's yeah. a beer with a KKK hood on it. That's not cool. I yeah. mean, that's... I think if... They were a little upset. If you explain the... And I get that. Like, I mean, that's, what's behind the beer in the story and why they did it. But I think it takes... If you just go into a, a store and you it. see that on the shelf... <laughs> yeah. 
with no context, that's a hard that's a hard thing to sell. I think without right. having any yeah, kind especially of idea. since the uh, explanations on the inside of the wrapper. I, I, oh, it is. I believe so. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> that's even I worse. I, I don't know this. Uh, I don't know that they put it out in stores. I don't know that it was an off premise beer. I think it was all on premise. So I mean, it would be purchased at a bar. <laughs> because I, that I want. I don't think that's true. I think Harry had there, it. There wasn't very. Oh, it could have been. I mean, that, now that you say that, but uh, no, he got turned down for it. Did he? Yeah. <laughs> I, I've had because it, he's not white. Yeah. They didn't give it to yeah. the uh, Pakistani <laughs> yeah. store owner that got it. I've had it twice, and both times Ugh. I've had people pissed off. But even when you go to sell it to someone, when they know about it, they you have to say, please take this to the table, let them take a picture, and let them rip the wrapper, wrapper off. So it's not seen by anybody else. Because, I mean, it, it looks, I mean. Once again, I, ch- I, ch- I chalk up the whole thing to kind of cultural misunderstanding. I think they, I, I'm going to guess, and I have no reason to believe this, by the way, but I'm going to guess that they didn't really understand the connotations of what the KKK are, the connotations of the KKK and the probably the the place it still kind of holds in our yeah, absolutely. culture, for I, lack of a better term. Both breweries are English breweries, right? Yeah, yes. I mean, they're not in the United States, so. Yeah. That would be English. <laughs> there are other countries. There's yes. other countries besides... <laughs> no, I just mean there wasn't... A, yeah. But I, I, I kind of what I equate it to, honestly, is something like an Irish car bomb. You know, that's a shot we do here, but, yeah. you know, yeah. you wouldn't go over yes. to London and order that, right? Because that has different well, connotations. Mean, you could. I don't know that it's I don't a know good that idea. Would go over, I don't know that that would go over well. I'm sure it would not. You could go to Scotland and do it, and they would probably be pretty happy about it. Oh. In Ireland, they're, they're not happy. <laughs> I want to do an entire new podcast where Kyle just talks about the geopolitical acceptability of different <laughs> drinks in different countries. I've had that conversation. Uh, there was a an Irish woman that came in with her daughter, and she did not understand why we had that iron menu. And she was super. Uh, she left her. She left. She ordered her food, saw the drink menu, and then said, "Why do you have this here? Because of our Irish history." And then left. Did she enjoy the horseshoe? No, we did not have horseshoes <laughs> at that point. You you went, you went a time at you enter. I said you <laughs> went a time at uh, Shamrocks without horseshoes. Yeah, why would you do that? It was like three. I mean, we've only had horseshoes half the time that we've had Shamrocks. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I want to crack a beer real quick. It's a great idea. This you is a, share it with us. Joe, I'm gonna, just something that you're doing personally. I'm going to drink this on my own. Um, I want to know what this beer is. It's from Walnut River. That's it looks all like we Max know. Max Headroom. This is a can. Like they sold this <laughs> to people, but it doesn't have a beer name or a style or anything on it. Isn't that a really? Little? It just says Brooding Can by Walnut River in El Dorado, Kansas. There is nothing. There's no ABV. Does it, does it have the pregnancy warning on it? It's got oh, yeah. It's got, it's got, oh, so it's got everything the, it's on got, there. Yeah. There is zero other information thought, on this beer. And I, I I thought that's... Isn't that illegal? I mean, don't you have to print nope. style? No. 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 You do not. As long as you get it uh, approved through the TTB. Yeah. Uh, which means that they had to send a sample of that in federally. Yeah. Uh, if you include the ABV on your packaging, you don't have to send in a sample. If you don't, you have to send in a sample. Okay. Uh, so it... Looks, well, it looks like, like a, a blonde good one to start. ale or a lager of some kind. <laughs> it has zero aroma. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> Other than hey, it's got a little bit of a sweet, 
sweet malt note on it. I don't know. Grand glass or just take it right from the can here? This is completely acceptable. <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> <laughs> Our friend Yutaka's here watching the, the show from the background. Taking it in the can. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad we started He's this. Gay. <laughs> well, I, again, Kyle's right, though. There's nothing offensive about it. It tastes like a, a Blondale. It tastes like a blonde. Yeah. I'm trying to decide if it's an ale yeah. or a lager. I think it's a blonde ale. I, I'm. I don't think there's anything doesn't to matter. it. Doesn't matter. It's fizzy yellow. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't I matter. Mean, I think that's the better. I don't hate it. If you don't know, does it matter? <laughs> Topical. <laughs> um, yeah, all right. It's fine. There's just nothing to this beer. No. Mm. I'm trying to find it, and I can't find anything. It's just, it doesn't say anything. You need to find Walnut River blank beer. <laughs> maybe they, maybe this was a test can, but it's got all the government warnings Where did and everything you get this? on it. I don't know. It was in the- <laughs> We've got so many beers in yeah, the cooler okay. that we have no idea where they came so, from. So last week, two weeks ago, um, I went through like the eight cases of beer we had back there, random bottles, samples, everything, and um, separated all the junk from the stuff we wanted to sample on the show to stuff that was Jeff and I's that we had just had in the cooler forever. I was just doing some cleanup and I found this in there. So who knows where it came from? How old it is. Let's yeah. open up that next one. That, that next one's really good and I'm anxious for you guys to try it. All right. I can't find anything hey. on it. <laughs> it's just part really of some government. To hear this. Part of some government it's like project. A, what was the, uh, the brewery Weisenheimer? Yes. Yeah, that, Weisenheimer, not Weisenheimer. Yeah. Um, no. Wei- no, Heisenbacher. 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 That doesn't exist on Google. Yeah, but it's that guy's favorite ever. It's technical beer stuff, man. I don't want to get into it. <laughs> so this is a log boat peddler's jamboree no, that's session IPA. Not the name. The name's on the other side of the can. It's oh, the, this the is long one. Denim Jean and the Jammers? Yeah. Okay. That's the name of the beer. So my niece graduated... Uh, from a zoo on Sunday, uh, went out there for the graduation, stopped at Logboat on the way, and uh, the head brewer recognized me from being here, and he came up and he said hi, and we were hanging out, talking for a little while, and he's like, you want to go back and see the brewery? Normally, I'm like, not really, <laughs> you know, I've seen them, but uh, Lauren was there, and my niece that had just graduated, and her fiance were there, and they all really wanted to see it, so we went back there, which, one, it's a pretty damn cool brewery. It's big. It's very big. They, they're they a 30-barrel brew house with 60-barrel fermenters uh, to 30-barrel, which they're getting rid of next week and replacing that with 120-barrel. I didn't had no idea they were that big. They are mammoth. Uh, they have a beer called so, Mammoth, actually. Mammoth. Mammoth. Call it Mammoth. Okay. Because it's, <laughs> it's close to that. It's You're, you're right there, Kyle. <laughs> it has a ma- doesn't it have a mammoth on the it, thing? It for does. Mammoth? It does. <laughs> I was close enough. <laughs> so, but that that 120 barrel uh, fermenter is going to take them two full days. It's back to back double batch days, just to fill it. Uh, but anyways, we started That's talking be fun and, for their brewers. Yeah, uh, the guy was great, man. He was he was very very cool. This I don't think they have released yet, or 
they only released it uh, for like one day. So that's that Peddler's whatever the fuck it's called. Peddler's Jamboree. Peddler's Jamboree. It's a concert over in Boonville, I believe. And a bunch of people from Columbia get on their bikes, take the Katy Trail to Boonville for this show. So they made this session IPA specifically they carry their for those shit on their back. No, oh, yeah. Boonville is a beautiful city. If you've not been to it, Boonville, it has, where's that? It has an Isle of Capri casino in it. Uh, it's <laughs> oh yeah. Um, What's to, Isle of Capri? Isle of Capri is it's a casino in Kansas City. I'm trying to think of okay. what <laughs> you can buy these special pants there. So, that, so think of a Maristar. Go on. Uh, <laughs> They're but, great for getting sun. <laughs> uh, Shrink it down to a quarter of a size and take all the Hoosiers and put them in the same area, smoking all the cigarettes. <laughs> so that's what I look. So it's is. like a Dent family reunion. <laughs> no, not, the Dents aren't big smokers. No, the Dents aren't big smokers. I like so. how that was. Like, oh yeah, Hoosier is shit. We get them all in one place, and but we don't smoke. They will put down a fifth of Jack at a yes. party. But they're not going to touch the cigarettes. The, those that still drink, most of them are sober now. So they, they, <laughs> they said something they about your family much... when the whole family has a coin in their pocket that they walk around with. <laughs> That's exactly it. You, you hit the nail on the head there. Oh, Jethro dropped his 30-day one in the shot, slot machine again. <laughs> Might as well get him a shot of James. He drilled a hole. It's got a fishing line. He uses it to cheat the system. Can you but, still put coins in slot machines? Uh, only if you... Uh, at the Isle of Capri, you can. Probably, yeah. <laughs> Between us, we have over 600 steps. <laughs> <laughs> my grandfather my grandfather, and my grandma, they go to the casino every single day, but they do not... My, my grandfather cannot drive because he can't see, and also he puts his money in whatever slot machine he goes to because he cannot see either, so like... He doesn't know whether it's a penny slot or a ten dollar slot. He just puts his money in there. That's that's his Hope I win. Hope I win. But they only take twenty dollars, so it could be two spins, it could be <laughs> So anyways, they made this uh, session IPA specifically for this concert. It's five and a half percent, so it's not exactly session. Uh it's got uh uh Cryo, Simcoe, and What's the other one? I told you. Harpo. You did. Chinook? Nope. Cascade? Nope. I have this device that's yeah. going to tell me the answer. But anyway, this is the first IPA that I've had in a long time that I'm like, I could really go for another one of those. Uh, I, I really like it's it. Light, it is like crushing, I think. Equinox. Thank you. Uh, so he gave me a six pack of it before we left. He's like, here, find something to, or find somewhere to put this is the way he phrased it. Like, <laughs> yes, <will> sir. <laughs> bend over and I'll show you. Yeah. Did they uh, have, did you get to have anything, uh, cool from them while you're there? Matt, no, it was kind of a uh, letdown. Really? <laughs> yeah. Their tap list was not great. Uh, when I was there, considering the good stuff that I've had. Yeah. Uh, the service was okay. Yeah. Uh, to the point where I actually called them out to, uh, the Josh the Brewer. Really? I'm like, so I asked, they've got a beer on right now called uh, St. Cerveza, and it says barrel-aged beer. That's that's it? That's what it says. Okay. On the draft board, it says St. Cerveza, barrel-aged beer. And I said, I asked the bartender, I'm like, what style is that? I'm just, I'm curious. And he goes, well, it's kind of like an <laughs> ale. <laughs> mm, I said, okay. kind, 
Can, that sounds delicious. I go, can you be more specific? And Lauren instantly smacks me. And he goes, see, there's ales and there's lagers, and this one's kind of like an ale. Did he reach over at that point and wipe the drool from the corner of your mouth? Or? And I'm like, um, all right, dude, it's, it's fine. And he goes, hang on, I'll just get you a sample. All right. So uh, it was like a barrel-aged pale. Uh, it was pretty decent. Uh, I wish it had a little more. Why would you barrel barrel age a pale? pale? I was just oh, about God. to say yeah. the same thing. Like, like I don't like. Why would you waste a barrel on that? Yeah, uh, the beer wasn't bad. Not not by any stretch. Lauren actually got a full pint Put of some it. Fucking Amiro, but Imperial March and that shit, and send it up here. Uh, Imperial March is released next weekend. Nice. Uh, they've got their four year anniversary party next weekend. So we were down there last year for that. It was uh-huh. it was a good time. Uh, they are doing. They got a couple of, of cool things that they're releasing. They're doing mostly IPAs this year as opposed to oh, all the really? Imperial March variants that they did. Uh, but he said that a lot of them will be coming this way. So he told me to look out for them. I'm like, that's awesome because some of them sounded really great. Uh, but man, they're a nice guy. Really yeah. super cool guy. I'm just over IPAs. We Jeff and I were talking about this earlier. What? Just- I'm not excited for him, yeah, man. Like, I, mean, I kind of like, with you. I, I understand what I, you're saying. IPAs or New England IPAs. Everything. Just hops, man. Like, nah. Like I said, this is the first IPA I've had in months, and I'm like, it, they're I too hard really to enjoy this. That's my problem with them. Is like, there's nothing. You, you, there's just so much. Like, there's so much hop that overwhelms everything. So just it. Justin, we're seasoned vet here. Vets here. What do you when you go to a bar? Clearly, we're not outside of <laughs> Exit Six. And what do you order? What, what style is your first to go to? Because mine, 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 mine is always IPA. I usually look for a Berlin. I look, I look for a brown or a porter or something like that. That's really changed because you used to not be that way. Yeah, just <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> no, no, I mean, really, like, I mean. Mark, you're the same way. Every time you would come to Shamrocks for trivia, you would always, always try to get the IPA that we had on. I just like trying different things. Like I, I try not to have the same beer twice. Is kind of what I, I just because you have a lot of beers that switch over. And when we were at Microfest, I, I had this like. I, I mean, you're right. I used to do that the revelation that like I could have walked around and tried fifty new beers. I just didn't care. <laughs> like. I'm sad. I think it's a real problem in the brewing industry right now. It takes so much to stand out. Like, I don't, you know, like, you can make a good IPA, but I don't know what makes your IPA infinitely better than I somebody else's. I love a good IPA every now and then. It's just not something that I go out <laughs> and look for anymore. I would much rather look for just, I don't know, something Belgian. I mean, do you have, or a, do you have a favorite or... IPA? I mean, can you name one? Because in my mind, like, it's difficult. It, it's just so difficult because so many IPAs taste exactly the same. TBFIE. Uh, right? But even, I mean, you go to the hop. I mean, like, I love Drumroll, right? I mean, I still love Drumroll, but Drumroll is my, like, go to right now. Yeah. Rupture was great. Rupture's still great. Um, yeah. But how many IPAs have you had in the last, you know what I mean? Oh, 200, 500, 500 whatever. Yeah, right. I couldn't even Hundreds. tell you how many. And, and how many can you name, Stan, that stood out? Very, very few. By the way, uh, I don't mean to interrupt this, but I don't think the beta is working very well on this uh, video stream. Why is that? Uh, it's dropped twice for me. Uh, this it, the picture finally went clear. It was super pixelated. No, I don't have any problem on my end. Huh? Yeah, I look handsome. 
<laughs> the video is actually way more clear than it has been, so I like that. Um, I just think the internet's having uh, trouble keeping up with two two video feeds. Probably uh, is the issue. I'm hoping to have a new router installed by this weekend. Yeah. The fucking this sucks. Says Belgians taste very much the same. I gotta disagree on that one, man. Like, I, I think there's a lot of Belgian beer. You definitely get very similar yeast notes, you know, flavor profiles from the yeast that you use. But you know, the you can't tell me that a triple and a quad are anywhere in the same wheelhouse. Um, and I actually love the diversity that you get in the yeast strains from Belgian Belgian beers. I think you know we don't. That's one thing I think American yeast lacks when you you talk about. Especially, um, you know, nationally, like from a West Coast IPA to an East Coast IPA, it's all hop variants, right? And very, very little yeast variants on those beers. You're not getting a strong yeast character that, you know, it's not adding anything. It's just there for alcohol production, which is fine. Um, That's just, I I, I like Belgian beer. New England style IPA is exception. And honestly, I don't. I don't think that the that you know we use the London three. Uh, was it London three? Yeah. It gives it a nice haze, like it doesn't flock out. But I don't think you get a ton of flavor from it. Um, you know, especially when everybody just loads everything up with so much fruit hop. You know, fruit. You know, kiwi hops. Man. It's hard to tell anything other than just the pineapple and mango and grapefruit flavors you're getting uh, from the hops. But we, I mean, we all have different palates. I'm not going to argue with somebody because you can't tell Belgians. me what I don't taste, Justin. I can. Belgian, and yet he's and made I a will. career out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Belgian beers were the last beers that I really, really enjoyed. And now this time of year, Jeff said it. I, I look for Berliner, but I love saisons a lot right now. That's like my my beer to go to. I've had or, some or, really good saisons or blondes. If you're going to go look for American style, uh, have you? Did you get? Uh, New Holland Passion Blaster, which yeah. sounds like the Brukaki beer, but it's not. It's the no. best name for a beer that's not a sex toy. Yeah. Hmm. No, I didn't know. Uh, there's a fruit beer. It's yeah. They call it a rose ale with passion fruit, apple, and raspberries. It's fucking delicious. Really? It's not what I would normally drink, but it's, it's really it's good. It's 6% fruit juice is what it is, yeah. and it's fucking tasty. <laughs> <laughs> like, it would be one of those beers that I would I might be embarrassed to go order. Um, but I'm enjoy every drop. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'd secretly drink a six pack at home by myself and not tell anybody about it. Jeff, I feel like we're in the weirdest time for ordering beer for our bars. Oh, springtime sucks. It, but, but also, like, I mean, there's so many beers that we've that were like go tos, like Oberon. Yeah. Oberon used to be it, you you bring it in and we'd sell a couple half barrels. I bought in a case of cans, and I can't get rid of it. Uh, we tapped it on Friday, and uh, I told a lot of people that we had it on because it used to be kind of a big deal. You know, it comes out at the start of baseball season. It's a good intro to spring, and a lot of people were like, eh, and ended up getting something else. I'm like, you know what most people went for instead of that was the Bouse Point uh, Tart Peach Kolsch. Which is really it is good. really, really good. Uh, not terrible for a peach beer, but... Honestly, I didn't. Even, I didn't even try the Oberon. I've had it so many times, but I think it. A lot of people are related to like a Blue Moon, and maybe kind of think it's a little bit below their palate now. You know, 
several. I, think, years. I, I don't. Like I think that. it's it's popular. I, I don't. I don't net. like that because I think Oberon is a great beer. It it's better than it's better than three one two. It is it's better it, than Boulevard Wheat. Let me let me ask this. In my mind, what percentage of people regulars for for your bar for both your places come in and drink? Well, I guess it's more so here than your place, Kyle. But what percentage drink the same thing over and over? Oh, very few. Yeah. Right? I mean, I think so many people come into these places because they're chasing they, – they want to try new things. And so, I mean, Oberon's been around forever in terms of a beer. I mean, sure. in terms of – you know, and it's – you know, it's it, it's fine. But I don't – I don't like, I don't know that anybody wakes up and craves an Oberon necessarily because it's just not <laughs> – it doesn't have that much there. What You're right. Mean? It is kind of like a blue moon. It used to be a question whether we would get Oberon or not. Yeah. Like right, Jeff. I mean, like I mean, it was one of the beers. Nah, like, I don't, I don't but, remember but, that, man. I mean, it wasn't. I mean, it wasn't that crazy, but still, like, I definitely remember a time that it was. There, it it was. It was hard to harder to find for sure. Mark, you when we used to bring the the beer in. I mean, talk about six years ago. It was. It was very different to have Oberon here in St. Louis than. I mean, you had. An, you I, had a, yeah, you know. I don't I mean? remember ever having a problem getting it. I do remember it being much more popular than it is now. Like people used to walk in and go, sure. "Oh fuck yeah, yeah, Oberon!" Yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah, and that, now that, they're like, "I think that's the point uh, I was trying to get." Oberon is that the only thing uh, light you've got right now? I think honestly, it might not even be Oberon so much as it is Bell's. I had a read a pretty uh, I still think in, too hard interesting so well. discussion about Bell's beer and how they haven't really changed with the times. So too hard is still great. It's still one of the most highly rated IPAs uh-huh. in the market, but. You look at so many other things from them that haven't changed in 20 years, and you know, what do they do that's special? And you know, what we were talking about, what's it? That, what can I go to at a beer festival and have from Bell's that I haven't had before? Uh, I'll tell Usually, you very little. It, they they were almost way in front of the times because they had cherry stout. They had uh, cherry I mean, stout is not good. But but before, <laughs> but look back how long that was. How long they've been doing cherry stout? Um, way, a long time, six way, years, way before. I mean, but seven years, but honestly, eighteen years. Other answers. It's it's they were almost in front of the times, and now they haven't yeah. progressed with the times. No, I, I I I understand. Yeah, that makes sense to me. They had they always have had a pretty large po- portfolio of styles, but I'm not seeing a lot of new like black notes, cool like and delicious when that comes out. But, but you're uh, looking at it from the perspective of of you, where you try a billion beers a year and nothing. You know what I mean? I wonder if I wonder if the perception is the same for the average consumer. Like I wonder how how people would say Bell's is if they're not hardcore craft beer enthusiasts like you. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I th- it's how we sell beer, though. It's it's not. I mean, right. That's true. Like, it, it, I still think Bell's makes some good stuff too. It's just they're the less than common stuff. What was that? Uh, like eighteen percent. Hell hath no fury. Yeah, was that it? Yeah, that, that was, beer good. was really, great, really good. Really good. The really great white beer. wine barrel aged Belgian strong ale or yeah. whatever. Uh, they also did but, uh, a couple what? of. We got uh, that, and who else got it though? I don't like know if hardly anybody anyone. Else did. Yeah, yeah. It, it was so limited. Like right. no one even got to try it. They also did the the honey, uh, the double IPA uh, um, hop slam. Yeah, uh, which was also like sixteen percent. That was pretty damn good. Mm. I don't. Know. I'm I'm just at the point now where I guess whenever I come into either of your locations, the first thing I do is try to find something 
that is shocking or interesting or different. Like, I mean, that's kind of what I go. And I, you know, and then I'll, I'll go back to something that I've had before, but I just wonder how many people, like, I, I mean, so is this a problem for bells? I mean, like is like, I mean, there's, they're still. That was the first I've ever heard anybody, uh, yeah, you know, kind know. of bad mouth bells. It, it wasn't even bad mouthing. Not bad mouthing, but they just don't like. They're not. It in, was. They're not on that cutting edge innovation anymore. So I don't. Them Sierra Nevada, um, Sam Adams was definitely on that list. Like those three breweries, and specifically, people were bringing up that just hasn't really adapted to new styles and stuff outside of very uh, few. Well, they're options. all doing New England IPAs. Um, you know, and it, aside it, from that, Sierra does the beer box or beer camp. Right, yeah. but that's such yeah. a minimal release now yeah. too. Like it's, it's impossible to find cases of that, and those are all the fun, playful beers. Oh, thank you. Um, that people want from those breweries, but they're only getting them in a mix of twelve that you might be lucky to come across a case at one that's, store that's in your a, area. Right, and that's a business strategy, right? I mean, this is dollars though to bars. I, when, yeah. when, when when we didn't buy it, but remember when uh, Matt Thornton was the GM of. Tilted Kill. Tilted Kill. They bought four or five or something like that, but it was $120 yeah, yeah. for a case. Oof, that's crazy. That's, that's the other problem that we were talking about, too, is that pricing for these large breweries isn't going down, and I think that's you know uh, an issue. We uh, Avery, huge example. We were going to order Elias Brown. We didn't because it would have had to have been like an almost a $7 snifter for a basic brown ale. Yeah. And Ellie's yeah. is a great beer. It's a great beer, but it's not a hundred and twenty dollars oh. six barrel same same beer. Same as their, I turned to uh, Justin. I'm like, I'm not buying their new fucking uh, brewery. Why would you? Not when no. we can get Civil Life quarter barrels for right. half the price. Yeah. yeah, I'll tell you right now, and it's, and it's better, better beer. I really want you to do this, and I think you'll be really pleasantly surprised. Um, order a case or a small barrel of Boost Rule. It is a fucking great beer. We used to carry Moostrel here. Uh, it's been several years since we've had it. I've always that. liked Moostrel. I, I did too. I bought a case and I did it for beer school <laughs> last week. And holy shit, is that a great beer? <laughs> I didn't even know that uh, Big Sky was still available here, to be honest. I don't ever you see would, them. You wouldn't think they would be. But they've got a couple of really good beers. I mean, Trout Slayer's all right. But yeah. uh, Ivan the Terrible is very good. It's a great really beer. Good beer. Yeah. Although we had it on a few years ago. And it did not move. Like, I, 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 tr- I, I promoted the fuck out of that beer because it, it was a good brewery. I like, you know, I liked Moostrel. Um, and I think Ivan the Terrible is a fantastic beer, but that, that beer was hard to move just because no one knows who the hell Big Sky is. But I'll tell you something so weird that, I mean, and I, and I tapped it with a, a, a couple of really, really good beers, but I've had Sukaba on for three weeks. What? Unreal. You have Sukaba on tap? Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Three weeks. Why don't you bring a growler of that shit? Yeah. <laughs> my bad dog. <laughs> I, that's one of my favorite beers from it's Firestone. unbelievable. And also, hey, did you guys tap Hemperer here? <laughs> no. Do you have it? Yeah. On on tap? I tapped it last I, night. I, I've heard that it is murder on your line, so be ready to replace one I, of your I, lines. I, I don't doubt that at all, <laughs> but it smells like the dankest weed that you've ever smelled, ever smoked, ever. Yeah. And, and it, it tastes, tastes like urine. It tastes <laughs> it's like... It's not good. And not uh, good like cappy urine. It tastes like a basic pale ale. I thought it was like... Like I had a hard time finishing my glass. I had a one of my uh, servers say, 
uh, you need to go and probably kick this person out because <laughs> they have an enormous bag of weed in their pocket. And I said, no, I just, all I did was clear the line. So I started the keg into a bucket. And it is aggressive. <laughs> it is the strongest weed smelling beer I've ever smelled in my life. It, people are going nuts for it online. There, people are, seem good, to though. be really enjoying it. I do not care for the beer. Every everybody said the exact same thing. It smells exactly like I said, yeah. and it tastes very boring. And I don't, I don't even know how that's possible. Uh, by the way, we just opened this uh, jackhammer from uh, Brewdog. This is I don't know if this has been released here at their Columbus Brewery yet or not. Um, it smells. Great. It was definitely made in. Travis could tell uh, us for sure, but that's their flagship IPA, so yeah. I assume that it has been. Well, here they kind of went with uh, Punk as their flagship. Oh, did they? Yeah. Oh, all right. That's cool. Um, everyone I know that's been up in that area said Punk is everywhere, uh, but I had I have not heard anyone talk about this before. So this is nice. This is an exception to what I was talking about earlier on the IPAs. I tried this. It's piney and resiny and uh, you know bitter. Not fruity at all, and I I like that about it. I still think it smells like black tea. It definitely has a very strong herbal character to it. But I like it. I, I think it's a good beer. Yeah, I do too. It's 7.5%, so uh, I could drink this. If I went to a bar and they had this on tap, I'd probably have one. <laughs> you can tell, you look at the cans, this was definitely not made here. It's a three, oh, yeah. <laughs> 330 mil can. Sure is. <laughs> I didn't even know that was an option. Lots of... Uh, well, they don't have ounces. <laughs> ounces don't exist, no matter how much you pour into a glass. It's not an ounce. No? No. Nah. You know why? No. Why? It's the metric system. <laughs> He's got a point. Royale with cheese. He's got a point. <laughs> Dark Lord's going to cans? What? What? Somebody on uh, chat just, I don't know about that. Uh, speaking of. I'd be all right with it. Would you? Would you? Some uh, Somebody aggregated all the untapped stuff from last year on highest rated beers. And Dark Lord's Marshmallow Hanji was. Marshmallow what? Hanji was like number two or something. No. Um, I think Topland Goliath uh, Kentucky Breakfast Stout was on there. As number one, number one beer. You last give me year. your hangy while you're sitting over there. <laughs> uh, like it's not already wet. A Braxis barrel aged Braxis made the list of like number five. Double barrel Hunapoo. Like every beer on there was like super unattainable. Yeah. Unless you know you're hardcore into the trading scene, standing in lines and shit. So I looked at that list and I laughed. I'm like, I've had a lot of those beers on the list, but. They were all like 4.8s or higher. You just you don't get that on untapped. I still wonder rare. if I got a hard time with with rating beers online. With rating anything online just because of the lack of accountability. Yeah, you know, I think people will rate a beer like that, you know, double barrel Hunapu. They're going to rate it great because they have to. Yeah. Otherwise they spent 50 bucks on a beer and they disagree with what everybody else has told them. Same way with a, a negative review of a bar or restaurant. You know, there's just there's nothing there. You know, so I have a hard time believing any of that shit. I love people that that rate restaurants. 
A we, lot. We know. <laughs> a whole lot. I got a Facebook page for you to follow. Yeah. Uh, Brian Ezel, I think. That just started showing up in my. Yeah, that dude, like, all of a sudden started posting like, again. I got auto The guy from Channel 2? No, that's Tim Ezel. Ah. I think this is Brian Ezel. Mm. Uh, who is that? Why, why is my Facebook page following? Him? I don't know. I'm surprised that you are. Um, I came across it online one day. Uh, the guy was. This Brian Ezel guy rated uh, some craft beer bar very poorly because they didn't have Budweiser. Budweiser is the king of beers, most popular beer in America, and your job as a business owner is to make the customer happy. No matter what they want, it's your job to provide them with what they want. So I guess, you know, as I've He's posted on Yelp before, if the guy was shopping for an elephant, they better have it. Yeah. I uh, I got a really bad review, a two out of five star review, because uh, they came in uh, for dinner on a Saturday night. And there were kids playing around with darts, and that wasn't safe. Uh, and is it, that why you now have signs they, up in the they, back? They've had they've <laughs> had good experiences on the weekdays, but they do not recommend Friday or Saturday nights because of the kids <laughs> with darts. <laughs> were they throwing the darts at your customers? I'm unclear. Doesn't matter. You, kind yeah, of. I mean that. Yeah. Oh, you, you, you <laughs> think they're stomping through the dining room, fucking chucking darts at people's faces? Well, if they were. I kind of agree with the customer. Look, the real problem is, I mean, the, the people that post on these sites aren't consistent. So they don't post all the time where, you know, most of them don't like they only post when they have a bad experience. And so that's there was just something. It was a local place that hasn't even opened yet. Got a one star review. <laughs> Saw that. <laughs> and the owner's like, well, that's impossible because, we're, you know, yeah, we haven't even opened. I, <laughs> how did you have a toenail yeah, in your yeah. food is what she was claiming yeah. or something yep. like that. I'm like, what? I don't remember the name of the place. I wish I did, but it was toenails. To- I've had toenail sushi <laughs> before. It's delicious. <laughs> toenail sushi? <laughs> yes. That yeah, sounds good. The toenail. Oh, oh God. That thing. makes my stomach turn just thinking <laughs> about it. Imagine. Dude, speaking Any of sort fucking of nails. nails. I've been to clippings before. You guys <laughs> great place. I was sweeping the floor here the other day. Toenails. And at two tables, I found nails. Oh, God. <laughs> two different tables. Some fucking cool. One at the savage. One at the bar. Uh, a whole pile of them too, not just like uh, one. And then another table, like they may have gotten up and she continued to clip at another table. I, I, I guess, <laughs> or we had double nail clippers at the bar. Like everybody's got their flip flops on and cutting their fucking toenails. I, I don't, I, the closest I ever came to getting fired, well, not from any job because I've been fired from multiple, but from Reuters, I had a coworker who sh- who sat in the same pot of me as me that would clip. Not only his fingernails, but his toenails at his desk. And one time he clipped one. I tell myself it was a fingernail because it makes me feel better. <laughs> but it shot and bounced off of my desk. And I stood up and fucking lit him up. You <laughs> disgusting motherfucker. Put that shit away. Go to the bathroom. Go to your car. I don't care where. No one wants to see it. No one wants to hear And I lit him up. And he was one of those guys that nobody liked to begin with. Yeah. But... uh yeah, I thought I may have. Uh, I don't get it. Like that's, I'm 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 borderline germaphobia, and I don't like my own toenails. Like I when I cut them, <laughs> when I cut them, I just, just I, I want them. Does away Kelly from take me. like you and the dogs to the same place to get 
It, it would be okay with me. Honestly. Nails done. <laughs> Hold me down and let the let the let the the, uh, the veterinarian cut my toenails. So when I worked in Detroit, uh, we caught a guy, a gentleman, uh, watching pornography at his desk, and uh, we were going to fire him. And then he stood up and he pointed out that in our uh, employee handbook, it didn't explicitly forbid it. So I actually when he stood up, did you still have a, a boner? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so I was actually in charge of rewriting our employee handbook to cover like Don't our employee handbook at your desk, more or section four two dot one B. B? Yeah. What's a, what's an A? Don't watch porn. Don't jerk. <laughs> one A is don't watch the porn. One B is don't jerk off at your desk. Okay. All right. That makes sense. Porn or no porn. Do you remember? The, remember? It? Remember? Dun, dun, dun. I guess you should cover that. You know, specify <laughs> on Seinfeld where they were like, uh, George, we're gonna have to let you go because you were having sex with a cleaning woman. And he goes, Was I not? Should so? I have not done that? Yeah. Because that frowned upon. Yeah, I would have not done it if it would have been explained. Because I got to tell you. <laughs> By the way, uh, uh, Seinfeld ended twenty years ago today. Did it really? That How long? old do you guys Jesus. feel? Jesus, about a decade too late. Fuck yourself. <laughs> Why don't Fuck you, you shut you your mouth and open this beer with our barrel aged bottle opener? Because barrel aged bottle opener is way over there. I can't reach it. Well, then use your finger, I guess. All right. <laughs> the barrel aged bottle opener would have been way better. It's not going to crease the cap. Oh, oh man, look. Now it's creased. I ruined the cap. It's bullshit. You can never put that in your wall. Fucking oh. hell. Now I'm trying to think of shows that Jeff's daughter Ryan is going to hate <laughs> that we universally love the way he hates Seinfeld. Like Game of Thrones. Is she just going to wake up one day? Like, I can't. Does she like Game of Thrones? I don't think she watches that. Yeah. Who? I'm to, Ryan. Ryan. I'm, trying to, I'm just oh. trying to think of stuff that. She's going to be that dismissive. Oh, my dad likes Game of Thrones. <laughs> Just a bunch of tits and swords. Well, there's dicks, too. Yeah, oh, those are the swords. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, uh, I really... Uh, I, I, I started Game of Thrones because of Jeff's drunken nicknames. I wish I would have started Silicon Valley, Valley way sooner. Man, season five ended last night. And it ended pretty it's already great. over? Yeah. Did it end? It only did eight, eight. 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 Are you serious? Did, did you watch it? I haven't watched it. I was. I think it's really good. I was banking up. I was hoping to bank up some episodes so I could binge it one night. I'm only like three episodes. <laughs> it's not even a binge. It's like one round of PUBG. <laughs> I I watch. I want you to use PUBG as every measurement from now on. <laughs> Time, distance, height. <laughs> I watched seasons three and four in one night. Damn, that's a good show. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just, but, and it really makes me mad that what's his name touched people the way he shouldn't have or whatever. It was. Michael Tambord, no, uh, Matthews, <laughs> Rested Development. Oh yeah, wrong show, wrong show. Uh, Matthew, <laughs> what's uh, what's Matthew Broderick? Who did he? Tj or Tj Miller? Miller? Yeah, I don't think he touched he just, anybody. Oh, yeah. He just he just wanted to work yeah, on his stand up career in movies. No. Yeah. No, he did something wrong. No, he he got a yeah. he did he got arrested. He, it, at was, a, it was a me too thing. But I thought that was after he it quit, he quit after, the show. But he got arrested at an airport for something. But that was after like he that. quit the show. No, I thought I thought it was. I don't think it was. Yeah, yeah I think so it I was look after. Up for the, I don't. The, the reason he left Silicon Valley uh, is not connected to any type of sexual uh, assault. Is what I I'll, I'll think way better after that and his shock top commercials. <laughs> yeah. Well, and he had to be in the emoji movie. Uber assault incident. 
Oh, uh, December 9th, 2016. That was a long time ago. Was he in an Uber or just was, in Germany? It was super bad. <laughs> he assaulted a driver of the Uber car service because of an argument he had with a driver over Donald Trump. <laughs> it's released on its own recognizance after the bail was set at $20,000. Oh, the sexual misconduct allegation in late 2017. So that's recent. So he was long gone off of the show. Oh. Allegations against Miller from his college days back in 2001. Yeah, right. Right. that's wow. what it was. It, it was not connected to the show. Resurfaced. Part of a growing movement of people coming forward with sexual abuse claims about Harvey Weinstein and other Hollywood insiders. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, keep talking. I'm just trying to read oh, We just Why opened a uh, new beer, by the way. I, th- I think the thing is people have been touching people all the time. It's, it's just now we're finding out about it. It's not like there's suddenly people touching people. It's that people have been touching people all the time. And Mark, I'm sure you've seen this. But uh, the, the People guy. touching people? Yeah, it's called <laughs> pornography. You should look it he up. He did it at his desk. He had to rewrite the workbook because he got caught doing it. <laughs> the, uh, Mobile phones. We had policies and everything. The coordinator that left uh, the Patriots that is going to Detroit, Detroit now just got in trouble. And they it might cost him his job. Yeah. What a fucking idiot! Will you stop touching people wrong ways? Well, but it was it was a it was a long time. I mean, whatever. Yes, it's I mean, don't. Still, yeah, I'm with still, you. I'm with it's you. It's the same thing. Sure. Like why? why but it also just, speaks pretty poorly. Like, so the Patriots were like, we didn't know about this, and the and Detroit was like, well, we, I think they actually came out and said we know about it. And we didn't care. Like we looked into it. Or but as every as a couple of news organizations pointed out, wait, the this, team knew about it. Yeah. So okay. So the, how this is there case, nothing? Negative well, for the team going to happen at that point. Can the NFL not find them? They have morality clauses for players. Can, you, I don't, if the did, team doesn't get the same did, treatment. Did you I know think, he was arrested last month? Yeah. Yeah, in an airport again? Uh, for a fake bomb threat. Yeah, oh, that's right. He was on a train. Oh, he was on right. a train. I forgot about he the He drunkenly threat. got in a fight with somebody, I think, and then like stepped off at a yeah, stop and that's, accused... that's what it was. I think it was a her, like a woman of, of having... He called it a fake bomb threat on Reported her. Reported that a female passenger had a bomb in her bag. He looks like he could be an Al-Qaeda, by the way. Oh, that took a dark turn. Okay. Yeah. I'm just saying... Because he's it, got a it, beard? He's the white... Have you seen how white he is? I don't know that he... He's got curly I'm hair the, at the I'm top. the new guy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, if I was going to be like, hey, Justin, I'm going to jack you off. I'd be like, hey, is it okay if I jack you off? And you'd be like, yeah. And be like, what, what? what? the fuck are you talking about? I'm just about? saying. I like, started reading a- it. I, uh, ask for consent. Why, yeah, it's why? like that. Did you see that chick on TV that got blasted over the weekend for uh, saying you need to ask consent from your babies oh, before you I change their diapers? Before no. we get into that. No, yeah. I didn't. You ask yeah. for consent. Like, hey, does this feel good? Yes, it does. <laughs> Not- or... <laughs> <laughs> or you ask like our governor and be like, uh, well, okay, that case got dismissed today, by the way. Uh, no, just one count. Just, oh, one, just one count. Just yeah, one count, the man. one that the big one, <laughs> the yeah. one that mattered. No, the, not the, the one that mattered. Not the one that mattered. But the no. the one about the sex was all kicked out. No, but yes. they're going to refile it. Uh, hey. Everything except they still got them for they the, uh, using the the donor they, list they, because yeah. they. Yes. But everything to, with the. No. Blackmail? Yeah. Uh, it it happened like three hours ago. I know. I read it. It's not. There there was four counts. A recent studies (laughs) have shown. (laughs) Uh, By the way, uh, TJ Miller was accused of sexual misconduct after he allegedly choked, shook, and punched a woman while they were fucking. Without her consent. You can't get that aggressive without asking first. Uh, He says. That she was in a in the uh, comedy troupe with him, and she was asked to leave the comedy troupe. I think uh, it was called "Don't Tell Anna." Uh, 
<laughs> Due to so, inappropriate behavior, and now she is using the current climate to bandwagon and launch these fake, false accusations again. So, so uh, the reason I wasn't here two weeks ago because I was in Cincinnati uh, doing trivia at Xavier University, and I didn't realize this until I got down there and was talking with the guy. The guy, who, by the way, was uh, born the year I graduated college, is the head of Don't Tell Anna. Is he really? Yeah, yeah. Did you guys have like a little, uh, a little mini? Yeah, yeah. We talked to him, we talked to him, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Did he you guys did, perform together? Uh, we didn't only because it wasn't time. We actually talked about. It. He's like, there are three or four guys. You want to do a couple of skits? Yep, <laughs> I sure do. <laughs> Sign me up. Really, kind of did. The invasion of privacy is the one that they dropped today. Hmm. That's that's the only one. But his attorney said that it was a great victory. All right. Uh, so we'll save it for after dark. We opened this beer, uh, and I'm not a huge fan of it. You seen this? Boulevard uh, Flora Obscure. It's a dry hopped porter. Have you seen this? Yeah. Okay. Um, it's fine. Change.org? Yeah, yeah. Replace old Mark with new Mark. <laughs> you didn't listen to the show last week. Our cool. friend Jason Patterson. I you guys didn't uh, do it. Earlier, I posted that uh, yeah, New Mark here. was coming back, and Jason Patterson yeah. said he wanted Old Mark, and I said, send his request to change.org. So he went to change.org and to actually started position. a petition. Uh, he's petition. asking for 100 signatures. Uh, the link's in the chat right now. Um, uh, for those on Twitch, if you want to uh, hit that up. Otherwise, uh, if you go to change.org and just search for Exit 6 I th- and the Brews Room, uh, either one will bring up the change.org petition, and you can petition to have new Mark replace old Mark. <laughs> At least part part of the time, it says. How does it make you feel? I'm fine with it. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, you seem exhausted. I mean, really, he misses more than he's actually here. Uh, you know what? Let's take a, a quick pee break. I would love to. Okay. <laughs> cool. We'll be right back. Need a little boost in the morning after a night out? Tired of getting hangovers that last all day? Then listen up and try morning recovery. It's not magic, it's science. The doctors behind this product know why we get hungover and have formulated morning recovery to help it from happening. Just drink one delicious morning recovery at last call and wake up feeling like you stayed home the night before. Check out morningrecoverydrink.com for all the details and where to find it. It's not a miracle worker, but it definitely helps. We drink one every Monday after the show and made sure it really worked before putting it out there to you guys. MorningRecoveryDrink.com. Tomorrow starts tonight. Okay. That was a hard, quick pee. I don't know what our time was at, though. 52 minutes. Oh, okay. yeah, that late already? Yeah. Oh, all right. Uh, hey, uh, Travis brought something. Our buddy Travis brought something up. Uh, if you're listening to this at home and you want to catch us live on Twitch, he asked me why he hadn't heard about the Twitch feed before. It's probably because we never actually mentioned it on the show because we're actually doing it on Twitch right now. But twitch.tv slash thebearded, B-E-E-R-D-E-D. You can check us out on Monday nights live if you want to listen to the show early and hang out and chat with all these idiots that come and join us. Um, But, yeah. There you go. Thanks, Travis. Mark, just taking a break? Uh, that was just our... That's uh, our commercial break. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a real break. It's just so we know where to drop in our commercials for the podcast. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Yeah. 
This beer is not great. It is yeah. not. <sighs> I had something really important to bring up, and then we talked about TJ Miller for 40 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember what it was. I don't know, just going back to C.J. Miller, but not talking about anything. Like, I don't know why anybody on a successful show ever leaves it. He got fired? I don't think he got I fired. I think he, he wanted fired. to work he on wanted, his movie he, career. He, yeah, he, he thought he was going to be the next big thing. He was in Deadpool. He was in the Emoji movie. I mean, he really thought he was going to be a Hollywood star, I think. Ooh, the Emoji movie. I, I, but he talked about that. Like, I mean, that was his. That was supposed to be one of his vehicles. Like, it's really a yeah. vehicle for what? Where is that driving him off uh, a fucking career <laughs> cliff? Is what it did. <laughs> I, I did notice that uh, his most recent uh, credit on IMDb uh, for 2019 is uh, more voiceover work. Yeah. So you can make a ton of money doing that. Oh, yeah. actually, mm. I Look met at a John guy. Ratzenberger. On, what does he do? Every fucking cartoon uh, since Cheers. Yeah. I met somebody here last week or the week before that is putting together a portfolio to, for voice work. I don't know how you can do that in St. Louis, but apparently that's that's his like lifelong dream. Is well, you don't really have to be in the studio in L.A. to do a voice. I mean, you can talk anywhere, Justin. The guy that did our original... You gotta go to a studio still for that. The guy that did our original... Uh, uh, we had a studio in Wentzville. Yeah, the guy that did our original uh, introduction for and breaks got a really big. Do you remember what his really? He got a really big gig with like Arby's or something like that. <laughs> He's the mid that Mark jerks off into. Really, like I mean, that, <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was something really big that he got and and he made a ton of fucking money yeah. off of. I don't remember what it was, but I could talk for a living. I think. So, I remember what? seeing this. Wait, Tom West did our intro. No, no. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna respectfully there, disagree. No, there was a, there was a guy that did uh, our breaks or something like that. No, no. You're Have right. you guys yeah. ever seen a picture? It was, it was our interaction. Have you guys ever seen a picture of the guy who does the Sports Center? This is sports. You like that yeah. deep? Have you ever seen a picture of him? No. Okay, so I watched this documentary. He's not sexy. He is, I mean, maybe one of the ugliest no. people I've ever seen. Like, just, just, I mean. Work is hard. But uh, there was this there was this guy one time who did a bunch of vocal work for Disney in the 80s and 90s. And right about then, they stopped relying on voice actors and started actually casting real actors and actresses in these movies. I mean, so instead of, you know, this random schlub you've never heard of before who can do five or six voices, you got David Schwimmer as a zebra in Madagascar or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and so they were showing like, like they did this documentary and they sat down and he's like, it's just such a shame because it's a lost art and everything. And finally they show a picture of him because it was do they did his work and a bunch of it, and they showed him and he was once again, one of the ugliest people I've ever seen. I just like, I think his world was just shattered because all of a sudden smart, sexy actors were also taking his like vocal work. Yeah. I can't think of that without thinking of, uh, Wayne's World. Somebody's heavy. Might be me. The problem with somebody like that is the voice recognition, you know, the personal recognition of fucking, what's the guy's name? Just, Miller. David Schwimmer. David Schwimmer versus 
some right. schlub from no, Minneapolis, right? right? Like, <laughs> but now, but now you also have the technology available to where these guys can record it and put their personality into it, and then you can adapt characters to it. It wasn't, yeah. it wasn't like that before. You know what I mean? You drew a, you drew a cow and like a cow had X right away. Now David Schwimmer and Chris I drew Rock the come cow on. blue. So I've never seen a blue cow before. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. quacktastic. <laughs> <laughs> Shampoo is better. <laughs> who no who, conditioner oh. is better. <laughs> who plays the blue cow in uh, in your movie? <laughs> is that Ka- a euphemism? Kathy Bates. Yes, Kathy, Kathy Bates? Bates plays the blue cow. All right, I, I can see that. What blue cow? I, it's I a blue duck. You know, it's a blue duck. Yes, but you were saying cow, and I yeah, was... I know. But I, I okay. I just wanted to make sure you knew because you keep it's also this a cow thing. It's also a drawing. That he, he just was, colored. He was talking about developing characters. Oh, uh, for voiceover. Like, now there's okay. a cow. Are you listening? Barely. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening on your... Are you watching... Jeff's jerking off. We have to write it. We have to write a new employee handbook. Jeff is not allowed to look at pornography of blue cows Unless with the voice of Kathy Bates. Yeah, right. I want to see the blue cows. Can you mirror this on our screen <laughs> and on our Twitch feed? We cannot do that. The correct answer has got to be John Ratzenberger. As the blue cow? Isn't yeah. he already a animal for something, though? Not in my movie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What are we drinking now? Brother Thelonious? Yeah. North Coast Brother Thelonious. I haven't had this beer in a really long time. I'm kind of yeah. excited to drink it. It's much sweeter than I remember. And even for oh. a quad, it's sweet. Yeah. I, I hated this beer when I first had it. And then five years later, I had it. And I loved it. And then now, what happened in those five years? What'd you learn about yourself? I took a trip to Belgium, <laughs> and I learned to love the East. I want you to name one what city in name? Belgium. <laughs> name one city in Belgium. Uh, Austin Powers, where they went there. Is that where he went? Yeah, no, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, 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 yeah city, the city of Austin, Austin Powers, Powers yeah. Austin when they went there. Powers. <laughs> Just south of the capital. <laughs> It's like the Hague, or <laughs> instead it's Shalom. Awesome. Shalom is that worth it? No, that's just the Hebrew word for hello <laughs> and peace. I believe I, I don't actually. I guess there's not a lot of Hebrew speakers in Belgium. <laughs> a lot of great yeast. Though. A lot of great yeast. The yeast is fantastic. I really enjoy the yeast. You think that's a correlation? Uh, is it a cause and effect? It could be. I'm not sure. I don't. Hebrew under- speakers equal poor yeast. Poor yeast. Cezanne, I don't know about Cezanne. poor. Cezanne, Belgium. It's a fine, <laughs> fine town. <laughs> I also like uh, quad. This Belgium. could be a new segment. Kyle fucks up geography. <laughs> Kyle just says words and thinks that they're cities and <laughs> countries. <laughs> <laughs> Within 20 million, how many people live in Australia? He's Googling it. (laughs) I I, I would have gotten it easily. Kyle? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm arguing with my wife. Within 20 million. You're on Facebook. Please hold on. Yeah. You guys fight over Facebook? No. You just said you were arguing with her. Yeah. But are we boring you? No. What are you guys fighting about? Let's pick it public. <laughs> we should. Uh, she asked mind. him to shave his eyebrows, and he said, <laughs> no. 
These are mine. Well, I'll do it with one as I please. The weed whackers in the shop. shop. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> what was the first question that I was supposed to answer? It doesn't matter. We're Within 20 million, how many people live in Australia? Uh, I can answer that. Please do. Within 20 Quickly. million, I'm going to go with. Even I stopped listening to the show. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with uh, 40 million. I think he's You are doubled. within 20 million. <laughs> are within 20 million. It's 24 million. So I was really close. I actually thought it was 30. This has been Kyle Fucks Up Geography. <laughs> Only no, you didn't, buddy. Still can't name a city in still can't name a city in uh, Belgium. Cologne. Germany. Oh. Uh, at least google it. I mean, at least just take the time. <laughs> Name a city in Belgium, Dickface. Dickface is not a city, but there's one city. It, uh, you know, they're well known for their sprouts. Brussels. Yeah, look at you. <laughs> to be fair, I think that's the only Belgian city I can name. I don't know a second Belgian city. Brussels was all I had. Also, <laughs> so uh, our friend Ryan just sent me uh, a text message that said, "What do you think about this map? Is and it of Mordor? Like I? <laughs> it looks like it's a road trip." To drive across the oh, U.S. The United States, yeah. And these are the breweries you're supposed to hit in which city? We're going to start in St. Louis. We'll do this quick. Uh, they list two in St. Louis. What are they? St. Patrick's and Perennial. Perennial. Correct. Then they got you going over to uh, KC. Kansas City. Boulevard. Boulevard. And then you go down to Oklahoma. Prairie. Yep. Mm. They got you bypassing Texas. There's no good beer in Texas. There's not. <laughs> We've drank a lot of them but on the show lately. I would stop and get the 100 cans of beer for yeah. the trip through Texas. <laughs> uh, then they got you stopping in Arizona for Arizona Wilderness. I don't know. No. Wait, who, who makes F1? F5. Uh, is F5 is made by is Coop. F5, yeah. yeah. That's a good brewery. It is. Uh, so then they got you going over to LA, and they, they list one, two, three, four, Golden Road. five. No, Golden Road is not one. Stone. That's one. Um, brewery. Two. Uh, Lost Abbey? No. Nope. Really? Um, in Colorado? Ailsmith. In California? Ailsmith? Um, yes, the LA in California. Firestone? Nope. Uh, that's, that's further too north. Far north. Yeah. Um, um, Bowles Point? Yep. And, what about uh, Scott? Scott's well, in Colorado. That's in Durango, Colorado. That's, thought, a, that's quite a hike. I, yeah. I, I thought the whole time that Scott was in. Uh, uh, the last one uh, is about to go out of business. Oh, thanks clash. to poor decision Alpine. making. Alpine. Uh, yeah. I really thought I figured Scott they were going already so. the whole time. Oh, well, this shit. this is funny. Now they got you going up into the San Francisco region, and they they list quite a few there, uh, including Rogue. Mm. Okay, it's not in San Francisco. It's not. But uh, that's uh, why wanna, it's so rogue. You want to take you a couple guesses now. to finally Northern California? Lagunitas. That's one. Uh, Firestone. Nope. They, the Firestone's not on the map. Oh, fuck you. Yep. Uh, Russian River, Lagunitas, yeah. oh, Almanac, yeah. Bear Republic, and Sierra Nevada. Bear Republic, really? Yeah. I'm surprised. It, we used to be able to get them here. And they made. Yeah. I thought Racer 5 was a great beer. Uh, what is it? We haven't had anything. I don't know. No, the they pulled out. Yeah, it's been a long time since they've been available in Missouri. Uh, then they got you going up to Washington. Um, they only list one that you might get. Which is a legion. Yeah. Legion was the only one. So uh, how long is this trip supposed to take? I don't know. It's just yeah, a map. Yeah, is it just a map of things you Next should Next one is down to Salt Lake. Yeah. I you mean, I, 
And Epic. Yep. Uh, Denver, they list quite a few. Welcome and, to Justin knows uh, every brewery in all <laughs> the major cities in the country. <laughs> uh, Iowa. Uh, Toppling Goliath. Minnesota. <laughs> nope. That's a tough one. Um, it's not. No? It's not Lion tough. Kugel? Surly. Nope. Surly. Oh. Uh, let's head on over to Chicago. They list four in the Chicago region. Half Acre. Yep. Revolution. Goose, mm-hmm. Goose Island. Mm-mm. Uh, that, that, that makes sense. They're all much smaller than... Off no. color? No. Uh, Pipeworks and Three Floyds. Uh, they put th- I knew they were going to put Three Floyds on there. Yeah. It's fucking Indiana, you idiots. Yeah. Uh, you you want to guess the four breweries that list in Michigan? You won't get one of them. One of them's Odd Side. Founders Bells. Founders Ho- Bells and... New Holland. Nope. What? Probably my favorite brewery out of Michigan. Kalamazoo? Uh, I do. Crooked Tree IPA. Crooked Tree. Uh... Uh, what the fuck is the? They make the really. Do you want to play with matches? No, not right. Not usually. Pyro? It's, no, it's porno uh, for pyros. Nailed Dark it. horse. Dark <laughs> horse. Oh, what was the? What's the brewery that had uh, the really spicy beer? Twisted Pine. That's also in Colorado. Uh, Kentucky. <laughs> Welcome back to the new segment where Kyle <laughs> thinks every beer is in Col- every brewery in Colorado. No, no breweries in Colorado. Against uh, the grain. Yeah, against the grain. Then they take you down into, uh, what is that? That's North Carolina for Wicked Weed. And then Atlanta for for uh, Sweetwater. Sweetwater. Then down to Miami, I'm going to guess. Cigar so, City. Yeah, no, it's Tampa. That's where, uh, Tampa. Yeah. Then up to South Carolina. One. Uh, South Carolina is going to be tough, depending on where you go. Um. Westbrook it is. Oh, shit. Yeah. All right. And then there's a shitload up in the Northeast. Yeah. Uh, Stillwater, Dogfish, Tired Hands, Treehouse, Trillium, Clown Shoes, Muddy Nose, Allagash, Maine, Hill Farmstead, Alchemist, Southern Tier. So it's kind of a cool map. I like it. Somebody on Reddit's doing a 52 breweries in 52 weeks thing this year. So they're on week 20. And that's what they're just driving around the country, going to a new brewery every week. I'm like, you can These only do, do one for a week. job. Like, I just, <laughs> they're a, a voiceover. Yeah. <laughs> I'd love to be able to do they're that. They're the voice of Arby's, and they just have to stop at a local Arby's, <laughs> do a voiceover in every city, and then they get to go to a brewery. <laughs> they carry the- we have the meats. <laughs> After, Where are they at now? Uh, I think they're Arby's. in Texas. Texas. Are they going to hit up Denver? I know they're down know. there. <laughs> <laughs> they might. I don't know if there's going to be enough time. <laughs> it might, it'll be nice in Denver when they stop by Four Hands. It'll be good experience for them. <laughs> well, we got about ten minutes left. You got uh, something else? We'll wrap up in ten minutes. Oh, yeah. What do we got going on here? Um, uh, we had so we talked about Lupulin on it. Saturday. Oh, here's something that uh, just came. To my attention today, and it by the time you listen at home, this is going to be too late. Um, but there's a bill. Oh, please tell us then. There's an ordinance <laughs> um, going on oh, the docket yeah. tomorrow in St. Charles County that states historic Main Street, all of Main Street, basically where the bars and restaurants are. They want to change the dispensing of liquor times to end at eleven o'clock Monday through Saturday. And 10 o'clock on Sundays. 
that's going to destroy a lot, a lot of, of businesses. businesses down there. Why on earth would they do that? Who does that help? It, can it, I? Can I? Ask, old can, people that don't like but, the drunk college kids. I, can I? Can I ask you, like, honestly, like, are there, are there any businesses that are really doing anything great after that? Or is there anybody that's really serving responsibly after midnight? After eleven, you're talking about having to do oh, last call 11. at ten thirty. Are there any businesses? That's four hours. But people before, just want to go down. Like I mean, it'll are, kill that entire. I mean, who would any, go down there if you have? Yeah, nobody's done by ten thirty. I I understand. See, are, your thing is you think everybody overpours on Main uh, Street. There, so there's been four businesses shut down in the last three months because of how many strikes they've had in their like on their liquor license. Sure, and I understand yeah. that there's been problems down there, but there's a lot of legitimate businesses that I think probably operate within the and bounds of the law that are going yet, to suffer. Isn't the system working then? I mean, if, this, if the whole idea is to eliminate those, those bars have been eliminated. They've you know how many closed. jobs that's going to cost, too? I it, don't know. I, I, I don't know about jobs. It's just got to... It's, I mean, it's going to cost... They just work less hours now. I consider that a job loss. Like, But it's also, I mean... It's a whole cultural shift because I mean people go there now because they can drink to a certain time. If they got to be out of there by ten thirty and then go somewhere else, they're no not one's gonna going go to go down do there. We were talking. We wondered if the casino's behind it. That's the only person down there that it helps. I don't think so. That would that would be surprising so to me because I don't know how that benefits the casino. Hmm? Because. If because they push it at ten thirty and go right down the street and but keep you're drinking, just gonna, with, but you're going to alienate. What you're going to do is push everybody out of that region. Like no one's ever going to go down there. I don't, oh, you still get everybody from Lindenwood going down there. I don't think it'll. No, I think it'll do nothing but help the casino. Yeah. No, fuck ten thirty. It's only eleven o'clock. Now where can we go? That's close. Casino serves till three. Let's go yep. there and pay double the price. I think there's a huge Maybe, issue yeah. with DUIs. I think there's a huge issue with underage and underage. Uh, alcohol can all uh, alcohol consumption. I think that that no one gives a shit because they hire twenty one year old bartenders to serve twenty one year old patrons. Sure. So punish the businesses that are doing I'm not that. Saying, not- I'm, not, I'm not saying that. I'm saying that there's a, there's as a whole there's a huge cloud over all of Main Street with. May, I, you know, so you look business. at a business called like Big A's, a bar like Big A's. They've got. Bartenders that are over 40, a couple of them over 50, they've been open 30 plus years, have never broken the law once. This is going to, to cripple them. You, you can't say that they've not broken the law because they're, they're taking anyone in that they can to make money. How do you know that? The big A's, for example. You, the same way that you say that they've never broken the law once. I worked there for a decade. So they've yeah. never... They've no. never overserved anybody. No, not once. I, I, they told me. They, okay. I get a report once a week. <laughs> You're good. Then. You're good. <laughs> it, it's going to send business to Streets of St. Charles. Is what's going to happen. That or, that we, that could be Streets a, of St. Charles yeah. and Westport. Which I don't think Streets of St. Charles can handle any more business. It's already man. so busy. So have you ever been down there on a Friday or Saturday night? It's uh, like <laughs> once, and it was awful. Two hour wait for it's any restaurant in there. Yeah, it's stupid. Uh, you know, Westport's trying to revitalize itself. This is going to do nothing but help that if it goes through. Um, I, it, ultimately, you're taking a lot of money out of St. Charles, I think, well, off Main Street, and moving just moving the money somewhere. You're not you're not fixing any problem. That's you're just the moving the I problem. I don't know that this fixes the problem. If if they're like, I'm I'm not saying that I want the business to go away from them. I think that Main Street needs to fix its own problems. I think there's an enormous issue that they have with just anybody that walks in your building. 
shoving booze down their throat. Okay, I understand what you're saying. I don't like going out until eight or nine o'clock. Like, I like to hang out late because that's I don't know. That's just what I do. I hate going out early. I'm the same like, way. Why would I want to go to a bar that's going to make me stop drinking an hour after I get there? Or what about like you know, if even when I want to go out and have a late bite. You know, I can't go to Main Street because they're not going to stay open after ten thirty if they can't serve. Oh, shit, a lot of places kitchens are usually still open yeah. at ten. You're you're hurting front of the house and back of the house employees here. I don't think you want to fix the problem. Then then you need to have more. Do you think this? Do you think this bill solves their problem? No. So then, why do? I guess that's the point. I actually do not think that it solves their problem. I think that like if the whole idea is there, I think it addresses an issue that needs to be worked on. Okay. And 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 maybe this will bring some attention to some issues that. that need to be fixed, but ultimately, I think it's not going to do anything but the, hurt. The, I, I would, I would love to see the amount of DUIs that come off of Main Street. I would love to see the amount of uh, the the amount of ambulances that that go on to Main Street because of how many people are overserved. It's it's a big fucking deal, and and the kids that go, you know, the twenty one year old kids that are going there, they're being sued. They're being served to the point where they cannot function. I, just, I, I, I I never I, had that experience when I worked on Main Street, so I, I can't relate it's to that. Much like, different. I, I, you I've always see that. drunks down there, but sure. I, I've I would have never. I couldn't tell you the last time I was on Main Street, though, late on a Friday or Saturday. Yeah, to be honest, a, but it's been so long. Chumbawamba night was the last time I was down there. <laughs> <laughs> Justin, I'm going to tell you how different it is when, when you were there. Hey, Mellow Gaming, so, thanks for the follow, man. Appreciate it. Uh, I had one of my servers that was there. Um, he stood up for a female friend at last call. She was in the bathroom. He said, I'm just waiting for my friend to get out of the bathroom. And they said, everybody's going to get out. He said, okay, but I cannot leave my friend. Another friend came in. It got confrontational. You would think that the the bouncers would just be, you know, just push them out. He got beat three times in the head with a mag light. Cut open three fucking times. You don't, like... It, the shit is so far out of control down there. It's not even funny. But is that typical? It's, it's why Bombshell I mean, that- left. It's why Bombshell left. And and, it w- and that shocked everyone. I'm just saying that 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 <laughs> there needs to be more rules and more I governing yeah, I have down no, there. I I I didn't know it was that big of a problem. I guess I've never really seen this. And Fine I with that idea, but I think limiting their hours is a point. Yeah, I don't, think, I don't that, think that's the right that's way to my fix only, it. So I, if that was the whole, like, I mean, I don't, I just don't, I, I, that seems to be taking a, taking a chainsaw when a scalpel could probably I'll, I'll fix the problem. I, th- I, think that, <laughs> I like I, that. That's a good analogy. I think that I'm okay with there not being, with the, not lessening the, or making their hours shorter, but there being more Governing besides sitting outside of bars and waiting for drunk asses to sure. come out and then arresting them. Yeah. You know, ultimately, they could go back and say, in, in St. Charles, you have to go to safe serving classes and stuff like that if you want to work at a bar. The serve, you know, maybe that's something you need to go back and do. 
I, I, I like, think if, if you wanted to step up enforcement, like have the cops go to every bar and say, "Hey, listen, you've been getting away with this stuff for way too." If this really is a, a widespread problem, but we're gonna we're gonna step up enforcement. So if we see see people that are visibly drunk, we're gonna come through here all the, all the time. We see people that are visibly drunk, like that's a strike I, on your. I hate that though because. But if that's so, if somebody's got a ride. Let them yeah. get fucking drunk. Like, as long as they're not stupid and falling asleep and thrown up and being aggressive, like, fuck, we've all been out at plenty of bars where we were drunk because we had a ride home or we were taking an Uber or whatever. I, I don't understand the issue. Like, I'm, I'm all for not serving people to the point of passing out, you know, right. when I you're out in public. The, that's but what I'm talking about. I mean, if this is really let the- people have a good time, man. Like, I don't know. I, I, you, as a good bar, any good bartender, and I think this is going to be true at most of the places on Main Street or anywhere else, knows when somebody needs to not drink anymore. And most people will stop it when it needs to be stopped. That being said, I think Kyle's point is that they don't have a lot of good bartenders down there. What you have is maybe not, that's true. I, I don't mean, know. They don't have people like you who've been in the industry for 20 years or whatever. Sure. They have 21 year olds that just want to make that tip money and don't, you know, they have their, they have their tits out. I they have know. fucking tank tops on. Just... <laughs> it's a new dynamic. No, really. <laughs> I mean, really that's what, what it is. What's, it's... what's that bar and what are its current hours? They still <laughs> open or... go, to, go to Bobby's place and, and <laughs> you get yourself a greasy cheeseburger and uh, then and chlamydia and chlamydia. Okay. And you, and you, you, you can see, get real herpes, not just the stomach. Not just the stomach variety. <laughs> when you're running Wait, from the burger or the <laughs> what, whatever. Have per- you been to Bobby's place? Since when are stomach herpes, not real herpes? Mark, when you're when you're running two for one bombs, disappointed to hear that. <laughs> there's something not right. If you're if two look, for one, I look, two, I, two I, for one bombs I just, at midnight. I am unaware you're of to get the... someone so fucked up <laughs> that. They don't give a shit about. So, what at what point does the, the individual be held responsible? That's the biggest thing, but no, but the government doesn't see it that way. They see it as they have to punish the small business owner. Yes, yeah. unfortunately, they see it, no, and and now the bartenders, because you know, I mean, there's not a, just bartenders. But everyone in the everyone on, that's that, the social contract, right? I mean, if you're if you're owning operating a bar and dispensing liquor, I mean, you're in charge of monitoring that. Like that's right. Yes. I mean, that's the, that's the only way to do it. I don't know how else. I mean, yes, personal responsibility comes into it, but. Before we stop talking about uh, leaving bars irresponsibly, we should talk, probably talk about uh, morning recovery. Because oh, I, t- I tell you, if you're going to get irresponsible, if you're going to get irresponsibly drunk on two for one bombs no, down did, at did Bobby's you, place, <laughs> yeah, have I got a drink for you? <laughs> Make the one responsible choice of the night. Get yourself uh, an Uber and get yourself a morning recovery. Morning recovery. If you can have your Uber driver go to a liquor store and only buy morning recovery. That's what you should do. If you yes. don't like morning recovery, fuck you. Yes. <laughs> I think that's how that's we finish. Such an aggressive <laughs> slogan. Fuck you. I'm sober. <laughs> what was that? Uh, idiocracy. Uh, where she goes up to uh, the Hardys, like, uh, or Carl's Jr. Yeah, fuck you. I'm eating. Fuck you. I'm eating. <laughs> what did I have on me? Cheetos? Cheetos? Do I look like I eat Cheetos? No, you have, you have Cheetos. Do I look like I just ate Cheetos? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's a better question. Yeah, you have some type of uh, chip seasoning on your back. That's just dandruff. It's fine. Oh, you know, there's probably hops. Oh, I was okay. cleaning kegs earlier. I probably leaned up against something. That, probably, that makes yeah, that's a what lot it looks more like. sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, 
I wanted well, to feel like, well, kind of like CSI mode, trying to discover what's on. What this is, is this? the weirdest, grossest dandruff of all time. It's like fucking green, orange, <laughs> and green. Like, <laughs> got these purple hairs on it. I was thinking Cool Ranch. That's cool Ranch. I, yeah, that's, that was my guess. I actually did have some Doritos today, but I wasn't wearing this shirt, so. And it was the Blaze flavor. I got them in my Amazon sample box. Yeah, how were they? Damn it. Uh, not great. Off. Yeah, that's what uh, Wheelchair said. Yeah, they were fine. I mean, that dude, this sample box is fucking awesome, though. I'm very excited. We, we, Although, Jeff and I and my wife tried the puffed organic chickpeas. Chickpeas. Uh, not good. Not garbanzo. No, because... I love chickpeas. She won't be on your face. That's right. The difference between garbanzo beans... And chickpeas. I've never had a garbanzo on my face. Pee on your face. No, just just garbanzo on my face. Yeah, that's, but I, that sounds right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> on that note. Hey, yeah. guys, it's good to be back. <laughs> and we'll be back again next week. Have a wonderful evening. See ya.